Welcome back to the Big Red Hunters podcast. We want to start by saying thank you so much, listeners, for taking the time out of your day to listen to this. We also want to say thank you to our sponsors who provide so much support for us. If you manage to kill that dream whitetail buck or maybe that bull sprig, check out Whitetail Classics Taxidermy, owned by Jody Schultz out of Louisville, Nebraska. Basically can put together whatever you can dream up. So check them out at whitetailclassicstaxidermy.com or his Facebook and if you want to talk to him today or book something, call him at 402-630-0031. Next up is Spores Wet Basement Solutions. Their services include water damage and crack repairs, landscaping, concrete driveways, grading, and more. Their recommendations provide solutions that are a long-term and not temporary fix. They do it right the first time. If you want additional information, you can check out spores.com or contact them at 402-476-8588. If you're like me and like to drive your wife nuts every season with a new duck or goose, call right, baby. Yep. Pretty much. Call, uh, check out B. Hoover Custom Calls. Brent Hoover out of North Pot, Nebraska is one of the best that comes around. He actually uh, got second at Best of Show at NWTF Nationals. Awesome guy. Personal friend of the family. Actually helped my dad harvest his bull elk. He specializes in wood, duck, and goose calls, turkey pots, dog whistles, and shotgun shell teal whistles. Awesome guy. Check him out at behoovercustomcalls.com. If your vehicle gets disgusting like my husband does during hunting season, (laughs) check out Dirty Devil Detailing. They do interior and exterior detailing as well as headlight restoration and more. They also are certified in glass transparency and take anything from vehicles, boats, jet skis, ATVs, and motorcycles. The devil is truly in the detailing. They're located in Omaha, Nebraska, and if you want additional information, check them out on dirtydevildetailing.com. If you're like me and have taken a few L's here this early season and pretty much (laughs) (laughs) if you're like me and taking some L's and you really want that perfect hunt with the buddies and just get out there and enjoy what's going on and have to worry about anything, check out the other guys outfitters. They do an incredible job of uh, dry field duck and goose hunts. You can check out their pile picks on Facebook. And if you're wanting to book a hunt today, call Crager at 308 Six three seven 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 seven. If you're needing some professional photography done, check out my business, Faithful Images. Our mission is to faithfully capture images of God's creation in time that will one day serve as a memory. We do anything from infants, couples, families, seniors, weddings, announcements, and more. Check it out at faithfulimages.org or on Instagram and Facebook. If you're ever sitting there during COVID and thought to yourself, I really need to get on that dream hunt. I don't know. <laughs> What what's going to happen in life, but I need to get in that dream hunt. Check out Chaku Peru. He does hunts in U.S., South America, and Europe. If you've seen some of his pics or videos, if you haven't, jump on his Facebook or Instagram. Has some incredible hunts and does some incredible things. Uh, check him out at chakuperu.com for more details. Our last sponsor is Redbeard's Custom Calls. They specialize in acrylic duck and goose calls. Andrew made me one of the a one-of-a-kind marble white and hot pink dunk call. It sounds incredible. It looks amazing. If you want more information, check it out on Facebook. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for the support, and let's go ahead and jump in the podcast. Welcome back to the Big Red Hunters podcast. We appreciate you taking the time out of your day and listening to us. Today it is my co-host Jeremy. Oh, ho, ho. Burn. Jeremy, how you doing? Doing pretty good. He's doing even and better now that I call him I'm co-host. I'm Shane Dydle, Jeremy's best friend and not someone's wife. Uh, it's my wife, Shay. <laughs> but seriously, Shay's been off for a while. She's been busy with... All sorts of shenanigans, mm-hmm. and she's back. Amen. She last time we hunted, she hit me with a paddle. I sure did. Oh, I'm editing that video this week. Why'd you do uh, that? Why'd you hit me with a? You kept taking photos. I said no bueno. Sorry. 
I don't you know. Didn't the listen. whole photo sequence I thought was awesome. So, <laughs> but apparently it's not a pile picks. Only thirty likes. No. <laughs> no, I think I got more than that. Really? Seriously, it wasn't Dang. very much. I was like, "That's really cool," but apparently nobody else thought so. It's literally it's a right. photo of me hitting you with the paddle. The pile pick of the deer I shot this weekend was a total bust. <laughs> <laughs> got like forty likes on it. Dude. I was like, "What do I have to do?" Wear a bikini and be a woman. For real, that's one all my, you'd have to do. Be- no, that dead <laughs> ass. One of my best pictures on my account has like 800 likes. Is relatively attractive female holding like a, two handfuls of mallards. Yep. <laughs> all right, babe. I know my next job. Just kidding. I For real. <laughs> I'm gonna bring it. I you bring, would let every, that happen? Every Canada I bring home, you're gonna switch into a bikini. We'll take my file pics. My ex used to joke with me about that. She'd be like. Here, I'll help you out with pictures. I'll just go get in a bikini or something like that. Or just take my you shirt would off. actually allow that? Yeah, no, okay, I, there it is. I'm I'm just I was kidding. wondering about I wiped that. you up already, so. I guess it's true. Well. <laughs> He's actually thinking about it not <laughs> happening. I'm just kidding. I'm not actually going to do that. But if anybody sees it, it's on Big Red Hunter's Instagram. You might want to follow. <laughs> uh, oh, no. No, for real. It's been like Instagram has been such a drain because they're shadow, bounty, shadow banning anything that has anything to do with hunting, and it is a pain in my butt. I seriously, we talked about it at one point in the blind on a hunt. I do think that they're going as far as there's certain hashtags yeah. that they're like banning and yeah. My guess is it just is anything that has to do, like, you put hunt or hunting in there, and it just immediately just shuts it off. Oh, yeah. There's just keywords they hit yeah. on. Any TikTok I've made that's even been related to hunting, it gets the whole, I don't know, I forgot yeah. what it's called, community guideline alert, and it they take it off. And uh, it's like, I'm not even doing anything bad. I keep yeah. wanting to do hunting TikToks, but I'm like, man. Oh, it's going to be so hard to go around. Yeah. Now it's getting to the point where it's not even worth it. I literally did the Macarena with my gun strapped to my back, unloaded, action was open, and it got banded. Yep. There's only two accounts, two, like, Instagram that accounts that I have seen have done really well. Yeah. Mid-Valid Mercenaries, because, like, he's producing good content, and then there's a guy that he's been, he cool. hangs out with uh, Caleb. Caleb, that's what Caleb it is. Caleb is yeah. the one who's, like, he's got a, Big background of producing yeah, and video, and like he's a professional. He like. is like, yeah. So like they've been producing. Not, I'm not trying to say he, he's. They're producing stellar content, and they're getting what they should be getting. Yeah, for right. the stellar content they're putting out. And then High Prairie Sportsman, dang you, Matt! If you listen to this, number one, stop killing so many greenheads. It's not fair. Right. And number two, stop taking so many pile picks because <laughs> everyone likes it. Yeah, and I'm jealous. I was going to say, what is the big deal about pile picks? <laughs> we might as well start that podcast. All pile right. picks, I don't... Okay. Back when, in, I don't know, the 80s and 90s, when you first had your first, like, first photos, if you ever, like, walk into an old bait shop that smells like worms, mm-hmm. and you know you're going to get the best bait, like, they are the best places. Old dude with a hat that hasn't changed since the 70s. <laughs> this reminds me of Calamus. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. Yeah. But, like, you walk in, and what's the first thing? You turn, like, you open the door, you got take a, a left. He's got a bragging board. You got a whole bragging board, and right. it's dudes, it's holding up a pile of walleye or a dude with, like, a big deer. That is where it comes from. See, it makes sense with, like, deer, elk, fish. I don't know. Geese and duck are almost all relatively the same size, so it almost seems like it's quantity then. Well, here's the thing. It's not a negative thing. I love pile picks. Problem is, that's all people seem to care about anymore. Yeah, see, uh, okay. that that's my issue with is that, and I think part of it has to do with there's so many people that are trying to have those professional quality, like, really off-the-wall kind of pictures. Yeah. And I think, with an Android. I, I th- yeah, well, <laughs> I think I think people are just getting bored of it, right? And now they just want to see what people are having success with, right? Yeah. Well, I'd rather see a photo of like a unique duck or bird that I don't see on the ordinary than just a bunch of them piled up. Well, I just my thing is I'd much rather like to see like a kid, kid out hunting or right. a family out hunting or like. 
the inspiration of the hunt or like that kind of stuff. But like my, my, <laughs> no, it is uh, itching and she's making all sorts of weird noises. That was noises. a weird sound. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she's like itching. Different type of sound. I've heard her make that. I thought I she know. was like seizing. What her deal was, but <laughs> no, like it, pile picks, they are br- like a way of bragging. Yeah. And like, I don't know. It's hard because I don't want to put people down for it because I understand why they're doing it. But my problem is, is that like a lot of people will take like umpteen amount of picks of a certain pile and then progressively through the season, like pipe, like post the same pile just yeah. so they can get a bunch of likes. Yeah. No, I, yeah. no, I, no maybe. Right, babe? No? Right. No? Yeah. 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 No? Are you speaking from experience? I'm just kidding. How dare you? <laughs> I took two photos from our one good hunt, and I posted them both. That was it. Good job. The yeah. one with the mallards in it and the one with my band, which was incredible, by the way. Yeah. I'm sorry, but that, that goose photo, like, it's, like, top quality. Which one? Here, it's the one of the, Is just it the on legs. That, the Big Red Hunters count? Yeah. Here, let me pull it up for you. <laughs> All right, everyone on the podcast. Now you need to go to like I would Big sincerely get like and look at this photo. I sincerely thought about getting it on a like a what are those a canvas? Yeah, and, and make it, it a wallpaper. Well, like I thought about putting on a canvas, a smaller one, and like bringing it to work and like putting it by my desk. I've got a couple of those from this year that I've been like, man, That's I really. Cool. That I really, really liked. See, we got a photographer here from Faithful Images. <laughs> if you need a wedding or need to take some family photos, hit her up on Instagram. Or DM a hunt you really wanted. You're just going to have to pay me like 200 bucks, but it's fine. <laughs> and then I will gladly take that cash. And a breakfast sandwich. And a breakfast sandwich. All it takes is a little bit of Starbeast. Starbies. Little See, I was Starbies. just so bummed that this picture did nothing. Oh, which one? Oh, and that's yeah, you. Yeah, I like that like, one. It's because I'm in it. Probably. Instagram's like, mm, big redundant. Mm. Like, I literally have tried so many times to make get a picture like that. Mm. Like, that is a picture. Those I love those kind of pictures. Those early morning, you know, yes. silhouetted pictures. And I finally got a really, really good one of you this season and i was like man this is awesome i got like 60 likes or something like that on it nothing crazy yeah but yeah i also i oh my gosh come on lad i the other one that is sad to me that just i mean it did okay but i i i gotta i gotta put this picture somewhere in my house it's it's the one that you got of me on my kayak Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah with my pintail. Cool. It's literally like everything that I am when it comes to duck. Yeah. Sounds <laughs> cool. Well, like, it, like, illustrates. Like, it, it illustrates and it, like, it says so much about, like, not only, like, how do I say, the way you hunt. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. it. A that says more to me. A thousand words. Yeah. Well, that, that says more to me about what you do, who you are as a duck hunter. A pile pick says, like, you did, you did good this like that day. And don't get us wrong, like I'm not dogging on pile picks. I love pile picks in in their own. Now I like really like cool pile picks. I think one of my favorite kind of pile picks is when people hang their ducks on barbed wire fences. Yeah, awesome, love it. I think that's sweet. But it's just it. It's all people want to see, and like. There's only so much story that can go into a pile pick. Yeah. Whereas, like, you can take a really good quality picture of a unique duck or the bands or, you know, one picture that if we could ever kill some birds and Nala's on a hunt that I really want to try and get is, like, her bringing a duck or a goose back. And yep. it just, I'd love to get one of those just, like, three or four snaps of it, like, yeah flopping in her mouth like I mean, that sounds really gruesome but like just the head bouncing i love pictures like that yeah uh-huh. i think those are awesome like there's so much story that goes into something like that and i i mean yeah pile pics are great but 
You just need to take your wife more, babe, so she can take more photos. All right, all right, okay. Listen, <laughs> I'll keep uh, that in uh, mind. I, uh, I, uh, y- y- <laughs> you're right. Twenty degrees but, blizzard. You're but gonna get it back at she, me. I'm she gonna throw it. I'm, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm gonna throw <laughs> it right back <laughs> okay. at Shay because we. I will say we because almost every time you're free, I'm like Hunter, bring Shay. You have not come with <laughs> us that much this year. Uh, you're not wrong. <laughs> what do we got you on one hunt this year? Yeah. Yeah. I'm so, I want to I want to just kick myself in here. Oh. So you know she's always like, "Oh, it's too cold, right?" So what did I go to do? <laughs> I was a very <laughs> loving, caring, fiscal year responsible husband, <laughs> and went and bought her the warmest Sitka coat they make. It's six hundred dollars <laughs> later. She's guess how many times she worn it. Guess how many times? Like once. Once. Yeah. Okay, but that doesn't compare to how many hunts I've gone on. It's just, it, it is so hard to stuff that jacket inside my waders or get it on the, all the way outside of my waders. And so I'd rather just have my Sigka half quarter zip tucked inside of my waders. I'm, I'm, I'm going to sell it. Sell it. I told I, you that. I think I'm going to sell it. I'm, I think I'm going to buy the Hudson. I well, tried it on at Shields. Just, no, just keep it and try and get, like, come kill geese with us. As soon as the geese show up, like, you don't have to wear waders. Get her some real, does she have bibs? Yeah. Yeah, you had some from deer hunting. <laughs> My Oompa Loompa bibs. <laughs> I mean. Doesn't mean you have to kill anything. Look, you just wait, go along. I'm fine with that. The problem is, okay, this is the major problem when it comes to goose hunting, especially around here. Uh-huh. They, when it is warm here, they get, I don't know how to explain this. They get in a pattern. I do know how to explain it. Sorry. <laughs> they do get in a, they get in a pattern and it's a headache to try to hunt them when it comes warm. They like, for whatever reason, they don't ever want to play ball when it's warm. So either yeah. a, they get up at like, say like sunsets at five o'clock, they'll get up at four forty, and they don't show up to the field till four fifty five. Like that one that I sent you the other day when I said I was like yeah. out scouting, they left at four forty three. I looked at the clock, and then they didn't hit the field until past five o'clock. That was number one. Number two, even if you are in the spot that they're feeding at, they kind of look at you and eh, I'll go hit the other field. Yeah, but man, if you get a twenty twenty degree north wind, which never exists anymore, apparently, <laughs> the day. Oh, oh, oh! Gosh, I want to shoot some geese, mm, Berto. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody saw the ranch, that's what I'm talking about. It's a good show. If you haven't watched it, you should watch it. Mm, Berto. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we should probably get into the topic. Shay's falling asleep over here. What are you falling? You're falling I'm not asleep? falling asleep. Uh, I had something stuck in my eye. She's gonna do it in the hall. It was my eye. There's something <laughs> stuck in it. And it was the bullshit that I was getting that just kept making me kind of drift off, you know? Dude, I tried on that Hudson. I've Okay, I feel bad. <laughs> he invited me to lunch, and I'm like, I don't know if I can make it all work because I was, like, going to shop at Shields, and then I was going to go scouting. He's like, hey, man, you want to go? And you're like, it's like, what time? He's like, 1030. He's like, I, we could push it back to 11. Good thing I didn't because I wasn't heading back on Highway 77 until, like, 1130. Wow, yeah. I, I kept messing around at Shields. Oh, I get that. I walk around. I go in there. I have nothing. I'll walk around for an hour. Oh, yeah. Well, it's hard because, like, I meander, you know. I did buy gloves because I need another pair of gloves. I bought another Vortex shirt. What else do you get? That's it. Yeah, okay. I didn't actually How buy How many any. shirts did you actually get? Just one. You know, Christmas is coming, right? Yeah, I know. Okay. That's why I didn't buy any of the Sitka shirts. I'm not getting any Sitka shirts. I don't know that. I don't know anything <laughs> about But I'm probably getting some Sitka shirts. Oh, my gosh. Okay. What's our topic? So, uh, topic after a massive, odd discussion about who knows what. We're going to get Shay coming hu- to go hunting with us. It's going to happen. Can I defend myself a little bit? Just a little bit? Could, I got three you jobs. You could try. And the days that I have nothing going on, I can finally sleep in, and I don't have to be up at either 5 a.m. or 6 a.m., I want to sleep in and be nice and warm in my bed and wake up, get some Starbucks, go work out, and watch some Netflix. 
instead of waking up at 3 a.m., freezing my butt off, and freezing my butt off. <laughs> I'm hearing excuses. Uh, you know. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It didn't work. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? What? How dare you? How dare you? All right, I'll do better. This is why I take your brother hunting. I guess that was my intervention. Drake, you're on the B team still, B-team, but B-team Drake. Oh, he's gonna be so upset hearing that. <laughs> he's not even listening. He doesn't even listen to our podcast. I'll have to tell him. Yeah. I'll I'll just send him a message, be like, "Hey, bro, like we yeah. talked about you on the podcast." Yeah. <laughs> because it wasn't there one day that you were talking to him and he's like, "I'm not on the B team. I'm on the F and A team." Yeah. 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 Too bad, Drake. You're on the B team. Sorry, buddy. It's gonna break his heart. That's okay. All right, what's the topic? Okay, uh, we're talking about the biggest fears. Oh, we are. Biggest fears of hunting. Or biggest fears of dying? Dying? Big, or biggest fears of hunting. <laughs> dying. Okay, I'll start it off. That was dark. It's always been my, like, for odd reasons, I've always been, like, scared of scaring a deer and, it, like, attacking me. Really? Like, oh. for whatever reason, a moose doesn't scare me. It should. But the problem is I've never been around a moose. See, yeah, moose freaked me out because I've been charged by a moose before. Yeah. Like, up in Alaska when I was little, we got charged. I actually tripped, too. It was bad. When I was in Colorado this year, which we, we never, ever got around talking about elk hunting this year, but I had We a, will. We, we will. Yeah, especially once I get back from Wyoming, we'll do one. We've alluded to that for the last two months. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I had one at 10 yards, mom and a calf, and I was like, PTSD from when I got charged back in Alaska. So should have, but I should have wrestled it. <sighs> so wait, what, what's your excuse when you go to like a pond and there's nothing but water? How is a deer gonna charge at you? Corners. I just mean just randomly when I'm hunting or whatever. Mm. I've actually had deer like when I. Okay, so. A lot of times in South Dakota, especially in, like, tall CRP fields around, like, reeds where wind- the ponds are at, there's a lot of deer that bed down there. Oh, and if okay. it's windy. And most days, like, when you're hunting out there, it's sunny, one. Two, it's, like, mid-November in South Dakota is when we usually do. So it's usually pretty cold. So they just want to bed down and get out, out of the wind and relax and get in that sun. And that's, like, the perfect place to do it, tall grass. So, like, you'll be walking around and... Next thing you know, like, a deer just pops up, like, next to you. It's like, oh, okay. I don't know why. It's a weird fear of mine. What's your fear? Oh, well, I mean, just to continue on the whole deer route, nothing will make you just, like, lose your mind, except for when you're walking through the woods, you shine your light down a path, and you just get eyes coming Mm. back at you. And... in the middle of the night, deer, when they see you, especially if you got the wind in your favor, they walk towards you. And they're not, because they're deer are actually surprisingly curious. And so, I, <laughs> for instance, last weekend I was deer hunting, and this was after shooting light. I'm walking back towards my truck, and I shine my light into this field that I had been sitting earlier in the night and decided to get up front, up from. And there's five deer sitting in that field, and I just see five pairs of eyes, and like, oh my, <laughs> and it just is weird. And then uh, that same property during turkey season, a couple seasons ago, I came up over the hill and like had one at twenty yards, and like, it walked right to me. And I had been hearing coyotes. I mean, they, ha- they have a different color eye than coyotes, but I would I, I loaded my shotgun. I was like, nah. I'm not about to get into that. I was going to say, like, should, if you get charged, are you, are you just supposed to run? Are you supposed to, like, what are you supposed to do? If I got charged by a deer, all I would do, would, I mean, it sounds stupid to say this, but you give them one, like, one of those really hard, like, steps, and you, like, lean in towards them, like, you're trying to scare them off, they'll go. They're gone. I, I The reason why I have this fear is because when I was in high school, over the summertime, I worked at... A park, and in this park, they had like large deer because yeah. obviously they're just feeding them. Uh-huh. And so we were doing work inside the gate, inside the area, and I'm sitting there, and I'm eating my lunch, and here comes this like eight by eight old deer. Yeah, 
comes up to me and wants my food. Yeah. So I feed. I'm like, oh, you deer, right? Give him a couple snacks. And next thing you know, like, I'm not giving him snacks. And he's, like, sitting there starting to, like, <laughs> start to, like, nuzzle for a little bit. And then, like, he get in my face. And I'm, like, sitting on this, like, I don't even know what it was. It was, like, gravel. It was a pile of gravel. Yeah. And next thing you know, he, like, starts putting his head down and, like, coming at oh, me yeah. with the antlers. And I'm, like, jeez, dog. Like, dog. I just say dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, jeez, dear. Like, leave me alone. And he, like, would not leave me alone. And, like, he got to the point where he was, like, following me around and, like, putting his antlers down. Aww. I was, like, oh, this is kind of scary. Not, yeah. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that big a deal. It's not like he was actually charging me. But yeah. speaking of that, he just wanted your was, food. was Doug with you? The Doug. dog that uh-huh. day? That, no. That so, I saw those deer? Yeah. No, so I, he, didn't, I didn't see any deer. He calls me up. And he's, like, yeah. He's, like, I apparently I acquired a dog today. A what? A dog. Like a DOG. So he went to a... Yeah, I, I'll let you take it away. This is not my story. This is your story. Yeah, I just... I'd been... I was, I'd was i hunted a spot in the morning, and la- the last weekend I took the opportunity to check out a bunch of new spots, and I pull up to this one spot. I was just going to walk through it real quick, look at it, see what kind of sign there was. And I'm, I get out of my vehicle, and I'm getting all my stuff ready, and there's a house like a 1,000 yards or so up the road. And I looked up at it, and I was like, eh, it's just, you know, just a house. And then I'm getting my stuff ready. And I look back up, and there's this lab mix. I don't know what it was mixed with, but she's just running down the road at me. And I, sometimes country dogs, you either get a dog that's literally going to come up, and it's going to love you until you die. Talk about talk about fears, though. Exactly. Yeah. No. And then, or you get a dog that's going to come up, and eat you. And you're going to want to shoot that thing. Like, because it's, it's going to be an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, it's not going to be a fun dog. Well, she came up to me. She was wagging her tail. So, like, immediately I could let my breath out there. I was like, okay, well, I love dogs. So, of course, I was like, hey, how you doing? Like, I gave her some pets. And she kind of rolled on her back, like, pet her belly and whatnot. And I was like, all right. Picked up my gun. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to go hunting now. <laughs> and I was like, "All right, go home, oh, <laughs> go no. home, go to the doggy." <laughs> and she and I was like, "Oh man, yeah, no, this dog's gonna follow me, isn't she?" <laughs> and so I I started walking down the path. And I was like, "In the state of Nebraska, it's illegal to use dogs for deer hunting in any way, shape, or form." And uh, it it kind of was like one of those borderline issues. Where, cause she, she followed me the whole time I was hunting. Oh, dang. And I, I mean, I was just walking through the property. It's not like I was sitting or anything. So I, I didn't, it didn't bother me too much. I had the wind in my favor. Mm-hmm. But if she had scared a deer up, I would have been in an interesting situation. But she stayed with me the whole time. And I mean, I, <laughs> I hunted for like two and a half hours in that area, just walking through it slowly. And yeah, I, holy cow! I, Did she try to follow you once you like tried to go home? Yeah, so we made it back to the car, <laughs> and I, I stopped, and I, I like I, I pet her for a real good little bit, and then I kind of like quickly jumped in my car and kind of like, no, no, can't come with me, and Aww. just kind of turned around, and I was like, all right, come on, and I drove up by the house, and I was like, all right, next time, see ya. <laughs> <laughs> next time. So. She uh, probably was sitting back at that property the next morning waiting for you. Probably. I mean, if she, I, next time I go by there, because it's a good property, I'll hunt it again. She'll probably come running up to me. Her yeah. name should be Bambi. I looked for a name, too. Like there's, She had a collar, but it didn't have a tag. It's Bambi. Bambi. It is. Yeah. It's a Bam Bam. Bam Bam. That's a boy's name. Bam Bam. Are you, you call Bambi? Like, oh, I shot Bambi. Yeah. <laughs> She killed Bambi. <laughs> That's sad. Never mind. But uh, it, it was it was it was it was cool. I like thought it was fun. But all right, what's your biggest fear, babe? Or one of, I should say one of your fears. Uh, I already told Jeremy it. Basically, <laughs> I hate when I have to go to the bathroom. Not because I'm so I'm used to going to the bathroom outside. I lived on a ranch. But when I was five, I was peeing in a cornfield and a grasshopper decided to jump on my butt cheek. And for some weird reason, I thought it was going to go somewhere it wasn't supposed to. And so 
I just have like this biggest fear anytime I go to the bathroom while hunting that something's just gonna jump inside of me. <laughs> So I try to go as fast as I can. Well, for you guys, it's so easy. Literally, just hey, I gotta poop. You talked. About you gotta whole... poop every time we go. What hunting. do you wipe with? Do you just let it rip and then decide to wipe when you get no, home? No. So there like... is a nifty little pocket on my gradient pants that's a zipper that I specifically leave napkins in there for this event. And then you just what, leave do you the never napkins? do you never wash your pants. I don't think I've ever washed those gradient pants. I don't. Do you put it back in the pants when you're done? You just no. leave them out there. No, I uh, I bury it. Yeah. So he just. It's just napkin. It's like a Kleenex napkin. box for his butthole. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I don't like leaving a roll in my bag because it ends up getting wet or like dirty or ends up like shredding. It's a pain in the butt. Well, I have them right here. Zip zip. Yeah, oh. I, I just usually I have usually about a half a roll in either. My, actually, I don't think I have any in my duck bag right now, which is scary. I'm just going to buy you guys Kleenex boxes for your Christmas gifts for your <laughs> butt. Nah, it's too much. May your butthole be clean That's when too you much hunt. work. All right, well, okay then. <laughs> Never mind. Sorry, not sorry. I mean that. You can continue, continue to use the Casey's napkins. I don't know that there's a bad thing to be afraid of going in the bathroom in the woods. Trell's never gone to the bathroom in the woods. Like, never, well, he's never taken a dump. Talk about waking you up. Got to go in the morning, Chris, 20 degrees, whipping your butt out. Yeah, right. Yeah, imagine being a girl every time you have to go. Don't, well, go pee you when you're at the gas station. I do. You got to go again? And then you sit there and you wait for birds because your husband can't call worth a shit. And you know, we both know that. Damn. We both know that's not the truth. You watch those pintails. I'm say, just Hello, Umberto. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time. But, but seriously, I've never seen pintails do it that good. So you know what? Poo on you. Now you're a great call. You do great. I'm proud of you. Thank you. You're welcome. Appreciate that. You're welcome. Okay, next fear. <laughs> I had something and I totally lost it. Thanks, babe. I you I legitimately still even to this day I'm kind of afraid of cows. Really? As a deer hunter. And this is why. My dad <laughs> kind of cursed me. Not cursed me, but like ruined me when I was little. Cause we used to deer hunt a lot. Like it's all we did. I didn't start duck hunting until high school. And he was telling me this story about one of the properties that we had permission to hunt had an angry bull on it. <laughs> okay, that's not a cow. That's a bull. Bulls, okay, bulls are just yeah. a whole different Okay, but story. my six-year-old mind doesn't know the difference between <laughs> a bull or a cow. And he just said that he got treed by a cow. And, like, <laughs> so I have always <laughs> been cautious of cows. Like... <laughs> Doesn't matter whether it's, you know, a bull, an actual bull, or a bull without his gonads, or a cow, or... It doesn't matter. I'll, I'll hop a fence, I'll see cows, and I'm just, like, I'll be side-eyeing those cows the whole time. Because I've had, you know, when you hunt farms or something like that, uh, when cows see people, all they think about is food. So they come running to people. They don't really, like run away all that often you're such a pain in the butt they really are like they can ruin a hunt pretty fast actually so but and the other thing is just because it's a you know the bull versus a cow if you get in between a angry heifer and her <laughs> her calf <laughs> boy howdy you can be in for a treat <laughs> that's when you run it, well yeah i mean you can run but that's something about a 2,500 pound animal chasing after you just <laughs> sound like a thing I really want. So oh, you're saying you can't beat up a cow? I have had, I've had. You think you could beat up a cow? Hell no. <laughs> I will say, man, cows are such a pain in the butt when it comes to goose hunting. So there's you know, like fields that we can we hunt with with cows in it. That's it's mm -hmm. not that big a deal if you're intelligent and yeah. don't shoot the cow. Don't be an idiot. So. There was a uh, field we were hunting, and, like, we would, like, if you ever get in a field like that, you pull in, get set up, you want to push the cows out before you get going. The problem is they would like to come back, but you just continue to, like, try to 
scare him out, you know. And we had a similar situation to you. There was mm-hmm. a bull there. Yeah. And, like, my my buddy's a farmer. You know, I've dealt with cows and countless situations of hunting. And then, like, my other buddies dealt with cows, too. Like, so it's not, like, it's that big of experience. But this bull had been mean mugging us. Yeah. Staring us down the whole time we were out there. And we got out there early to set up. Well, we'd been out there set up we'd been watching it and the way we had our decoy set up we had a hole made and there was like a little bit of a, a um a landing strip through the hole mm-hmm. but like this bull couldn't figure out that we were he couldn't come in he thought it was a fence mm-hmm. you know electric fence well he finally figured out that he could get through in this one spot came over and was behind our blind and was like making all sorts of noises, you know, like grunting, all that kind of stuff. I'm like, yeah. oh, this is not going to go well. And next thing you know, we, like, kind of just sit in the blind and just hope that he eventually just goes away. And next thing you know, we hear him right behind the A-frame, <laughs> eating on the A-frame, and then get up and, like, grunting and, like, making all sorts of noises. And so my buddy picks his head up, and he, like, he, I don't know exactly what noise he made, but, like, made this one, like, Rrr! And so we're like, okay, <laughs> hopefully this doesn't end well. <laughs> been bad. So he went to go take another bite of off the A-frame, and my buddy punched the A-frame uh-huh. and punched him right in the face. Oh, no. And he was like, he got up, looked, just like freaked out and ran. <laughs> ran over on the, he ran over two silos on the way out and just <laughs> crunched them. I was like, well, at least he will come back now. Problem solved. Punch them. <laughs> Right in the face. Supposed to run in a zigzag. Well, just sitting in the blind, hoping that it'd go away. Just imagine me running in a zigzag. I would just like to see you, like, straight Oompa Loompa in it, like, running. (laughs) (laughs) That would be hilarious. Well, you say Oompa Loompa because my old, what do you want to call them? They're not necessarily waders, but... It's It's all your deer hunting clothes, like your bibs. They were way too big on me, so I look like an Oompa Loompa. I look really, like, puffy. Big old puffy. Puffy, puffy. What's another fear? Fear. Biggest fear? Another fear. Oh, another fear. You hate spiders. I don't really. I've never been in a scenario where I'm that. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay, so early season. This makes me a little nervous to say, but I'll say it anyway. So I am terrified of spiders. Thank God I don't live in a place where there's, like, tarantulas or big spiders because I'd, like, lose my mind. But, so, obviously, wolf spiders can get pretty big and, then like, gardening yeah. spiders and that kind of stuff. So, the pit blind at the club, I've helped the last couple of years, like, clean it up and get... Usually, there's a mouse or two in there and, like, it's all metal, so there's not yeah. really much they can do. And then we go in there and, like, there's usually water, dirt. Like, we just clean it up, you know? Yeah. Open this pit blind up and do there's spiders like Gore. bigger than your hand. Ooh. Dude, there's like a whole family nest of them. <laughs> and like, oh my gosh. Like bigger they're just than coming your at hand? it. Yeah. There were seriously some like that big. I'm being serious. I'm not joking with you. What kind of spider is that? I don't know. Mega spider. <laughs> like I hope it wasn't brown recluse. I hope not. I don't know. I killed them all. I had muck boots on, so yeah. it's I'm killing them all with a broom anyway. But it was horrible. I had freaked out. <laughs> I got out. <laughs> I had to let somebody else do it after I got in there. Because <laughs> I was like... There's spiders as big as dogs? Ooh. Oh, yeah, for real. I don't know where that's at. A house spider can get its legs span as big as 10 centimeters. That's a hard pass. I'm not going there. But I'm. I would be scared of... If I was hunting in the south, I'd be scared of teal hunting just because of, what do they call them, cottonmouth? Yeah, cottonmouths. Yeah, you got cottonmouths, diamondbacks. I'd be terrified of cottonmouths down south because they are <laughs> everywhere. They're oh. not very big either. Everybody's been doing their whole, like, best TikTok for 2021 kind of thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. I saw one of those ones. This guy has a, I think it's a copperhead that he picked up, mm-hmm. water moccasin. He's got by the head. <laughs> And he was like, 
uh, anybody know what kind of snake this is? I think it's venomous or something like that. <laughs> and then it, it just, it, somebody had, uh, had to edit it and like, he's like, yeah, you need, you need to drop that snigger some weird scuba do like I, he called it something really weird like that thing's venomous or something <laughs> yeah it's just uh, I that's all I think about when I think about copperheads and um, cotton mouths are I, you more afraid of snakes or spiders snakes Same. I actually see I spiders snakes. don't bother me partly because you had to I'm nowhere close to any major poisonous ones I mean we get some brown recluses, and even then, like, if you get bit, you had to get bit by a couple of them, really, to do a whole lot of damage to you. But, I mean, you're going to get a hole in your, yeah. wherever it bites you. But, um, no, I do, like, I want to hunt the south specifically for, like, sorry, the southwest specifically for, like, big game. But I worry about snakes. Even Trell absolutely hates snakes. He's deathly afraid of snakes. Venomous or not? I just, I don't like how they look. I don't like how they sound. I don't like them biblically. I just don't like them, yeah. period. No, I, I'm i not big fans. Like, But I've been close to them, and I know, like, my dad had, we had pythons when, mm-hmm. like, we were aren't, little. Aren't snakes, like, a really big deal somewhere in some state right now? They're, like, really overpopulated and, like, getting in people's houses. Oh, uh, well, yeah, Florida's got massive snake problems, so does... The yeah, southeast pythons, yeah, oh. anacondas even. My oh. anaconda don't want none unless he got buns, huh? I don't but want none, conda. Get the out of here. Yeah, it, what's your buns? I've been around a few. I think my problem is is that like sometimes those some of those snakes like when I'm walking through the woods like especially with rattlesnakes, my biggest worry is that like I've gotten so like used to cicadas and grasshoppers around here that are just constantly making noise that I could probably walk right by a rattlesnake wouldn't know it was there. Hmm. And I just feel like it would, I've only been around one for sure in the wilderness where it, you know, was big enough to rattle and, uh, it was while fishing out West. And, uh, you might, I hit my dad had just caught a walleye and we're like, High fiving and whatnot, and literally we look down, and he's like, "Do not move!" And there's a rattlesnake, like, from me to Shay right now, and I literally like the first encounter. I was ten, I think, and I I was like freaking out, <laughs> but it went right. It had a hole that it went right back into. But no, when it comes to dangerous animals, my big thing is I. I think most people are like bears and cats mm-hmm. freak me out. Like, cats? Like mountain lions. Oh. No, yeah, like little tiny house cats, you know. Meow, <laughs> meow. But no, I like, for instance, what happened to Brad during rifle season? You wouldn't have caught me hunting that property <laughs> the rest of the season. I would have been like, nah, absolutely not. Uh, I mean, for any of those that didn't didn't listen to our our deer hunting podcast brad literally had a mountain lion like growling at him in the tree above him and that's just a massive no for me <laughs> like i i probably <laughs> i would get myself in trouble in situations like that because my instinct would be to shoot the damn thing boom and I mean, like it's that or get killed in some situations well but if it's just sitting there growling in the tree it's not it's not threatening you like I think it's Wyoming when it comes to bears. You have to actively be being attacked right. to like self-defend yourself against bears. And even then, in some situations, you're still going to end up with a ticket, which is bonkers to me. Worth it. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> like Get one squaring up my, and starting to come down my, my way. Li- my life is worth way more and than, you know just a ticket <laughs> beef jerky for a friggin' bear but. nom nom human jerky i guess you're mm. not beef nom nom <laughs> you're human human jerky can i get some human jerky with a little teriyaki <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 
What's the lotion on the skin? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. Okay, so switching gears. I've been thinking about wanting to buy a duck boat. We've talked about it. What? The problem yeah. is... We have? We are we haven't. We yeah. have. Oh, okay. We're, I'm, I'm, we're, I'm just my so you know, we're buying a duck boat. Okay, great to know. I, I and my co-host <laughs> have been talking about it. All right, cool. The, the thing is, I really don't want to jinx it, so I just knocked the table. I really think that we're heading into a drought period, not what? only in just Nebraska, but the Midwest. We've had, like, no I, rain. The that's we haven't we haven't even hardly seen snow this year yet. Yeah. Which is they're already talking like out west and especially southwest that the, there's people's like wells going dry now. Yeah. And they're having issues like Alliance is having an issue right now. So, in that scenario in the 90s we had a bad drought. I think we're working on being another cycle of drought, not only in Canada, possibly in the Dakotas, I'm guessing here. So, with that being said, big water and the Missouri is going to be the game. Yeah. Because here's the thing. With the lack of water in the basin and the the lack of water in the east part of Nebraska, ducks moved east. They went to the Mississippi Flyway and then throughout the middle of Iowa. And so, because of that... I'd like a duck boat. Yeah. My thing, though, is there's part of me that's terrified about being in a duck boat. Really? I have been in plenty of boats. I've been on plenty of lakes. But I've heard, like, scary stories of stuff going sideways in duck boats. See, my thing is I could, in a way, I guess I could kind of agree with you. I would never, if I own a duck boat or if we were to buy a duck boat. Yeah. I would never be one of those people that's flying 50 miles an hour across the lake in the yeah. dark. Couldn't yep. get me to do it. Just because... I drive like a grandpa. I Oh, you, I... You think I'm a drive like a grandpa? It would take me... Yeah. It would take me years to ever become comfortable enough to do that. And I would have to have one of the biggest light bars you've ever... I would have to be able to see across the lake. I'd probably scare all the birds off the lake or the river. Yeah. Like, I just... Well, for instance, like, there's a video of uh, Freelance Duck Hunting. They have a duck boat, and in one of their first seasons or whatever, they hit a log and flipped their duck boat. Yep. And I just... <sighs> logs move too often. Yep. Um, and especially as we get drought, if we do get drought, there's going to be a lot of logs that are going to pop up, and... <sighs> yeah. So... It'd just be nice because we could use it for the Missouri because I'd like to hunt, like, people. There's some spots, like, in the Missouri, like, say, south of Sioux City in that area Mm -hmm. where it, like, kind of deltas out there. I'd like to hunt some bigger, like, big water a little bit farther west. Yeah. Shall name. Shall be nameless. (laughs) But, uh, and then I would like to go south into Kansas with the duck boat. Yeah. So, I mean, early season, I'm not really too worried about because I get out, you get warm, it's fine. It's just like, say, like last weekend where it was like 20, 30 degrees. Yeah. You go in and it's... You're having a bad day. Yeah. Like, you could come back from it, don't get me wrong, but like, probably 20, 30 degrees is probably about as cool as I'm getting. Yeah. No, I've always had that fear. I completely agree. But at the same time, I... I share the desire for a duck boat. I do. Duck boat. Duck boat. Yeah. There was one that popped up on Facebook the other day. I think it was like 10, 11,000. And it was like an 18-footer, had a decent-sized engine to it, like 90 horsepower, and had all the blinds and a heater like in it. Like it was all set up. You yeah. have two 20-gallon heat or a... Is it two twenty gallon or five gallon? I don't know. What are propane tanks? It could, it was good for two propane tanks. I would think that you could probably do like comfortably like three, maybe four dudes. But if I would say three dudes, gear and a dog, it'd be about max. See, that's the thing with 
duck boats that would be hard. You basically would have to get a couple people, like two or three people in on it and then understand that like that's your guys' duck boat. Yeah. Unless those people can't go, it's tough because there's not a whole lot of room. Yeah. And I sure as heck am not spending the money on like a 24-foot. How much are they? It depends. I mean, number one, it depends on the boat. depends on the engine. The yeah. bigger engine, the bigger boat, the more money you're going to go. My biggest fear is going in debt from a hunting boat that will have a hole in the bottom of it after its second time being used. That's a good, that's a good fear. Is it a good fear? Not for you. <laughs> not for you. <laughs> Apparently Shay's not going on the duck boat. Right. Shay is afraid of a hole being in the boat uh, and her being in debt for no reason. <laughs> so not great fears. Not great fears for a duck hunter or duck hunting wife because that's probably a reality. You know, I always support you in your purchases. Everybody heard it here first. Ladies and gentlemen, we've done it. Shay supports him in his purchases. Uh, <laughs> <Somebody>. Let's go. <laughs> Somebody just turned on. Like, God damn it, Jeremy. Why do you got to do that? No, I'm just kidding. But seriously, if anybody's got a duck boat, send me a DM because I'm yeah, curious. Um, we're in the tr- we're in the middle of trying to like buy a house and might as well add a duck boat to the disaster. So is that what that third garage is for? Exactly. Oh, yeah. I thought it was for storage. It, it is for duck boat and hunting storage. Oh, and in the like slight corner, there's the lawnmower. Not that big a deal. <laughs> but seriously, perfect spot. Perfect spot for a duck boat. All right. Or I could store it out Dalton's. I know you love that. I don't care. How does acreage? I'd be fine. Yeah, it won't be at my house. Chickens would be in it. <laughs> chickens in the duck boat. I got a long drive. <laughs> You're just driving, and all of a sudden a chicken pops up like freaking Moana with that stupid-ass chicken. Oh, my gosh. Jumps out in the water. We could take the chicken hunting. Be like our hunting dog. <laughs> But speaking of hunting dogs, because <laughs> it had like it had spots for two two duck dogs. Did it? If yeah. you had a pet chicken, what would you name it? Chicken mm-hmm. tender. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> chicken, chicken tender. tender. <laughs> chicken tender. My <laughs> I'm gonna call Jorge. Might be KFC. My my. Ex- no, I would call it Umberto. Umberto. <laughs> I'd be like. Mmm, Berto. <laughs> what are you up to today, buddy? <laughs> Seen any chicks? <laughs> My ex, her, her her parents had chickens, or have chickens, and uh, they had one that's really, like, uh, mean, or, like, oh. would bully all the other chickens. Yep. And her dad is, uh, I like her dad a lot, really good guy, like, far right, like, extremely conservative you would you're about w- to get us banned oh i mean uh i got nothing <laughs> uh, but oh wow what i'm about to say could, could be interesting but uh since that chicken bullied all the other chickens and it was a hen <laughs> he called her nancy pelosi <laughs> <laughs> Now banned. It's yeah. over. Sorry, it's over. I, it was a good run. Uh, we did what? Thirty podcasts? Forty? I don't know. <laughs> uh, this one will be thirty-one. Thirty-one. So if you guys have listened to any of this podcast, thank you. <laughs> but we're gone now. <laughs> no, actually, Dalton. Growing up, he had this like it was it was crazy. He had this little banny chicken. It's not very like it's honestly not very big. Uh-huh. Like bannies are I don't know, a couple fists. Yeah, full. like it's tiny. But that thing was so mean. It was, I was like nine, ten year old kid, and this thing would like fly out of the coop and just come right at your face. Mm-hmm. Freaked me out every I don't time. I think I've ever really seen like a. I, I guess I have seen a cuddly chicken before on TikTok. He like cuddled with this little boy, and it was kind of like a dog to him. But I don't really. I don't know. Are chicken pets? I feel like are chicken pets. Uh, it's a surprising how many people actually make them pets. Right. I guess I haven't really seen that well, much. Do you much, consider cows pets? Yeah. To some people. 
Yeah, there's like mini cows. I mean, people have pet deer. That's true. There's somebody people. on TikTok. That, there's several people on TikTok that have pet wood ducks. That would be freaking cool. I do. Because they'd hang out in your house and like, yeah, they could land on stuff and like hang out and like. I think that'd be awesome. I kid in my high school had a pet raccoon. <laughs> the coon. That'd be. I I'm not kidding. You, I don't know why you do that. They stink. I think he, they saved it. Well, and that's fine, but it still stinks. They <laughs> kept it, and I can't remember its name, but yeah, I definitely hung out with that raccoon a couple times. Or there's people that would be like, oh, I found this lost puppy in the woods. <laughs> it's a coyote pup. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't believe people would do uh, that. It's a <laughs> like this poor dog. He's so, he, I don't know why he keeps growling at me. Yeah, right? <laughs> I wonder. I wonder. Have you ever seen a dog like that? No. Huh. We got way off topic. I'm sorry. Don't we always, though? Kind of. you guys always? Pretty much, honestly. Might as well be this podcast. Have you been using the buttons? No. Don't do it. We could call this, we could rename the podcast to Down the Bunny Trail. Down the Bunny Trail? Yep. Stop. No, don't we, no, don't we. <laughs> don't press the buttons. We don't. Nope. <laughs> all right. What's your next fear, babe? We've all done two, so you're up to supposed to be another one am i really gonna expose myself yes yep this is where you expose Um, yourself down the bunny trail a fear i have is if i'm on the end during hunting and like there's a single and no one can shoot it but me and i like just (laughs) hardcore miss it bruh that's a fear i have just like you know what that showing that that fear really did show on that hunt because she had a gun in her hands and we had that bluebill, and all of us were like, Shay, shoot this bluebill. Because you had, I think you had my gun in your hand. I didn't want to shoot your gun. I do. <laughs> it's, your, it's the same gun as you. And I got bitch slapped by a freaking <laughs> bullet about two minutes prior, and so I had a welt on my cheek. It's true. So, listeners. But you're not wrong. Called in these this group of pintails beautifully, might I add. Comes in, I get up, and... I'm a right-handed shooter, so I get up and <laughs> I shoot once, uh, and my shell just comes out and hits her right in the face. Usually, they like have like a kind of like a, I don't know, they shoot up and then fall down. Yeah. But it like just came straight at me, and the end piece just hit me straight in the face as hard as it. Well, it's because I was aiming like I, we were up on that like somewhat hill and we were shooting down. Yeah. I could feel it like imprinting my cheek. Boom! Ugh. In the face! Yep. But yeah, we're going to make that fear come alive. Yep, I knew. Single yep. goose. Uh, the only way to do you can't, it. You can't. No, actually, you're not going to because you can never not shoot. Yeah, I do. Not with me. I do with Jeremy all the time. Not with me. There's always, all right, baby, got this one. Two seconds later, Hunter gets up. I thought it was mine. <laughs> you waited too long. It wasn't even in front of me yet. So I got a, I got a good story about this one. There's three teal that come in and land, and they're just hanging out. And, I'm like, she had just gotten her gun. Yeah. And, like, it was a 12-gauge from a 20-gauge. So, like, there was some fear there just because of the kick. Uh-huh. Now, the Winchesters obviously don't kick. Worth, no. You know, they don't kick the at SX4s all. SX4s really aren't that bad. So, she, I was like, okay, like get your gun up and, like, shoot one. She's like, no, I don't want to shoot one. I was like, why don't you just shoot it? And I was like, shoot it. She's like, no, I don't want to shoot my gun. I'm, like, I'm, I'm just not used to it. I said, okay, that's fine. Picked up my gun, popped two on the water, shot the other one. Triple. What was that? We were teal hunting. It was uh, two, two years ago. Huh. You don't remember that? No. <laughs> Shame on you. You're pulling that one out of your booty. My booty? Yeah. Along your with nice, the... Your nice, plumpy booty. That's weird. Plumpy. <laughs> <Lumpy. laughs> I said plumpy. Along oh. with a grasshopper. Yep. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, I just shared a pretty vulnerable secret. I think it's your turn. It's my turn? Yeah. For what? Sharing a secret. Ser- sharing a secret? Or a fear. Or a fear. Uh, one of my big fears is going out on, like, going out somewhere where there's ice and falling through. 
yeah. being like I've seen there's like obviously like TV shows and like that kind of stuff, but like don't you know you're supposed to just kick up and then like do the whale thing on your belly? Huh? Well, I would demonstrate. Are you talking like going through the the ice hole? I'm talking like falling through and then like not being able to get uh, back the hole like yeah, in a river. Yeah, that'd be terrifying. Like that'd be yeah, pretty terrifying. Like Freezing I've seen and drowning at the same time. Yeah, like I've seen. There's like obviously like movies or TV I shows I'd where they freeze to death than burn though. Yeah, that absolutely. got dark. Sorry. Wow. Just thinking of ways to die. <laughs> Jeez, fears to death apparently. Talking about like kind of fun fears, not like death fears. Oh, drowning in cold water is a fun fear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I'm just I'm just kidding. But on a real note, though, like it terrifies me in that scenario with like a dog and ice. Yeah. Yeah. I that's why I don't like when it gets really cold. I'm very, very, very hesitant to take a dog anywhere because it just like puts another. Tension to a hunt. If I know that, if I know that there's gonna be ice, I only hunt areas that I know the bottom. Yeah, I just refuse because situations like that. Exactly. I mean, even you saw it this weekend uh, with the kayak. I drug the kayak in instead of paddling around because I was afraid there might be ice on the lake. Yep. And like, part of that's because like trying to paddle through sheets of ice, like. You could, you could go through a real skim piece, and it wouldn't be bad to go over. And then you get a thick piece, and you just kind of roll off of it, yep. and it, it's awkward, and you don't, you just don't want to deal with that. But no, I, I completely sympathize with that because I don't like to ice fish all that much. I go really? like, I go like twice, maybe three times a year, but like I wait until it's like eight inches. Yeah, I like, I don't, I'm not one of those people that's like, ah, two and a half, three inches, it's barely safe. I'm going out. I'm not one of those people. Nope. Jordan likes to do that, and I'm like, dude, some of the places he goes are terrifying. Yeah, like he goes the first places on like farm ponds. Uh huh. The people are he's like, oh yeah, like three inches, like three it's, inches of what? Yeah, I mean, you touch down the wrong spot. Yeah, and you're, so now, now flunk. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna shame Jordan here, but Jordan's a pretty small dude. I mean, yeah. he doesn't, he doesn't wait. A whole lot, Jordan. I'm not. I'm not shaming you. If you listen to this, hey, it's a compliment in yeah. my world. Like, I weigh. I weigh two fifty. Then you put gear on me. I weigh like two seventy. Two fifty. And then you got a sled with all your stuff, and like so, three inches of ice for me <laughs> really ain't it. But so I like to wait until it's good and solid. And usually by then the fishing's like mediocre. So. Pain. I don't know. I haven't, it's been a long time, long time since I ice fish. We're gonna we're gonna change you. Change me to what? We're gonna make you a fisherman and a turkey hunter this spring. Dude, that's never gonna happen. Not a fan of fishing. <laughs> it you pisses like me fishing? off. Honestly, it, I, no. fishing irritates me. <laughs> really? Dude, I'm a horrible fisherman. I get every. I get it caught. <laughs> so funny. I get caught <laughs> everywhere with whatever hook or lure or like <laughs> trees or grass. <laughs> Oh no! An it don't matter. Shay, I got Shay once. He sure did. Like, <laughs> and then like he caught a good one. That's the best fish you've ever caught. And then at the same time, like I don't know, caught pretty good sized bass. Oh really? You want to rethink oh, really? that one? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It depends on if you're letting me buy a duck boat. I can think of other things I can confiscate from you that you would not want. Like what? Mm, Berto. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> Are you taking a pool boy or? <laughs> okay. Or the chicken? You taking the chicken from me? Yep. Chicken. Okay, but on what are we talking about? <laughs> ice. Oh, ice, ice. Yeah, ice, ice, baby. Oh, uh, changing me. Uh, hard pass. We should uh, call this podcast ADHD. Could be. Could be. Hey, I have it. It's okay. As long as you have no, it, it's okay. Okay, you're going to change me into a what? A fisherman and a turkey hunter? Yeah. Why don't I just make you a snow goose hunter? You'll make me a snow goose hunter. I'll make you a okay. turkey hunter. There you go. That's you, think, you think mallard hunting is depressing? Just wait until you snow goose hunt. I don't have to wait for that. I've watched enough videos and know how snow geese work <sighs> that I like... 
It's going to make me want to literally beat my head against a wall. Uh, it depends. Like, I will say this about snow goose hunting. If you get good buddies in the blind that you can, like, BS with, it's, like, generally it's nice outside. So it's, like, nice, warm. It is usually windy. But if you could just sit there and BS with buddies, it's pretty nice. Like, it would be different if you're chasing feeds and, like, uh, in layout blinds is probably a different, but like generally we hunt out of those pit blinds, so they're really nice. Yeah. And put on the heat and kick back and take a nap until somebody nudges you to say the snow geese are actually working. A nap sounds nice. By that time, you get 10 <laughs> minutes to watch them come down anyway, so I wouldn't mind chasing feeds, but I just don't have the motivation after what the mallards did to my heart this year. Yeah. Well, any more fears you have? Mm. Mm. Uh, I was, uh, I got it. I got it. I got it. One more. I got one left. It's pretty simple. Getting back the truck because I haven't had service and seeing like I'm missing 20 phone calls and like 10 texts from my wife. Like that is the ultimate fear. Yeah. She's going to murder you Has when you get back. Has that ever happened? Uh, I've had a few phone calls, but nothing like... But not from me. Nothing like 20. I've had texts because you've been worried about me because I haven't answered. Mm. But it's because I didn't have service. After seven years, you kind of forget the conversations. Uh, like, it was, it was like one of the first years I got back hunting. Mm. Like, started, restarted hunting down here. Yeah. But I think that does it. That does it. Well, I appreciate it, listeners, for listening to our... Uh, literal BS conversations about everything and anything. It's just a nice time to sit down with co-host Jeremy <laughs> and Shay. Just Shay. Just Shay. Oh, I'm no. just kidding. She said that if I said you were co-host, that she was co-founder. That was. I'm nothing. It's, I'm just <laughs> wife. I'm nothing. You're my beautiful, I'm loving. I'm the wife. That's it. I don't need a label. Cherished wife. Cherished. You are cherished. Or charity. Either one. <laughs> but a serious note, thank you so much for listening to this. We appreciate you. You are cherished, listener. <laughs> Have a good night.